This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and when I die, I'd like everyone at my funeral to go around and read my Twitter drafts. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. Get to assign them to different people. <laughs> no, you guys get to choose. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey. And when you first wake up and Face ID doesn't recognize you, that's an AI attack. They're here already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tess Barker coming at you from Los Angeles, California, home of the 2023 Ozempic Games. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara Brandy and of course Victus. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Lady to Lady. Lady to Lady. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It's June, it's June gloom. I forget about it every year. We love to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. We love bitching about it. We love bitching about it, but it's also like, it's the beginning of summer. It is. If if you don't know, June gloom is when LA gets real hazy, it's real gray outside. And I just like, every, I forget every year. And I'm like, oh right. This happens every single time, yeah. you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and then it yeah. burns off and it's nice and sunny. Yeah. I, you know what I love about June Gloom is it's like the perfect amount of hours in your day to be wearing a hoodie. Because Ooh. you wear a hoodie until lunch and then you take it off and you've got your, your tank top or your t-shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can, it, it justifies the layers for a little bit longer into the year. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good call. That's a good call. Do we have anything we need to shout out for people to see us in person? I think just our no slumber, slumber our party. no sleepover party. Oh my god, it's coming it's up! Coming Holy up. shit! Oh my god, June twenty fifth, mm-hmm. noon Pacific Coast time. We are going live for twenty four hours straight on our Patreon. It's going to be wild. We're staying up all night. We're getting up to hijinks. Um, I was thinking a contest where we see who can fit how many um, grapes in our mouth. <laughs> Anybody? Grapes? No? Grapes? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I mean, right now I'm recovering from oral surgery, so that's like sounds viscerally painful. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. hopefully um, by then you'll feel better. At. Yeah, I'll see where I'm at. I'll, I'll okay, test. you can be the judge. Me and Brandy will do it. You can judge okay. us doing it. You guys can't have a I competition without can... me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I immediately think I, th- think I had it in the bag. I was like, I think I have a larger mouth than Barbara. So, <laughs> I do have a, I do have tiny yeah, features, little, sort of. You know of. what? Yeah. I changed my mind. I would like to judge this. 
<laughs> I'm just thinking it's a very silly. I've done it before. It's yeah. fun. It's silly. And it, you look stupid doing it. So I think that's the, those, those are the kind that's of things fun. we're going to get, be getting up to. Yeah, exactly. Fun, silly we things have- that are stupid. When I was a kid, we played it with marshmallows, and it was called Pudgy Bunny, and then you had to say mm-hmm. Pudgy Bunny every time you put a marshmallow in. Oh. Yeah, we did it that way, too. Yeah, that was Yeah, we could, all, we could do that, too. Either way, we're, pu- we're, we're bunnying pudges. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah. We're going to do it. That, that's not the... I'm, I know that that's a thrilling advertisement for you to check out <laughs> the thing, but I, there, there will be a, lots of other fun stuff going well, on. Well, we've talked about learning choreography. Mm-hmm. Yes, choreo. Yeah, we're gonna learn a dance. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have guests. We'll and, be like, pranking. We'll have guests and surprises. We'll have people showing up. Um, we'll have. I th- we're gonna try to set up an ability for you know you to send us food while we're there if you want yeah. to do yeah. that. <laughs> it's gonna be. You'll definitely really... be able to message us and interact with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. you'll be able to interact with with us during it. So go to Patreon.com/slash/LadyToLady right now. Sign up. And make sure that you're all good to go before June 25th so that you can catch it live because it's going to be it's going to be a time. Yeah. And in the meantime, we also do have amazing content on our Patreon as well that, you know, please check that out, too. Like we do a little weekly segment every Friday. There's a monthly bonus podcast. You know, there's ad free episodes. Ad free episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's lots of fun stuff over there already, even without the sleepover. So. So what? What the heck are you doing? Come yeah. hang out with us. <laughs> yeah, uh, people are saying they're excited for it, and so it's. I feel like it's actually happening, and oh my god, we have to, we have to do it, guys. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a blast. And we'll send my boyfriend away, and <laughs> yeah, we're kicking Adam out. It's going to be great. Um. Oh my god, let's get to our episode. We our guest this week is an iconic actress who played the iconic character Jan on The Office. Heard of it much? Mm-hmm. Um, she also is in a new movie called Clock, which is now available on Hulu. And we get into that with her on this episode. We had a great time hanging out with Melora Hardin. Enjoy. Oh, my God. Um, Let's just jump into it. We're so excited to have our guest. You can check out her new movie, Clock, right now on Hulu. It's Melora Hardin. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? Doing good. <laughs> good You're good. On, the, on the road heading to make Monk the movie. Very exciting. Thank you. Yes, I am very excited about that. Planes, trains, like- and automobiles. I love it. <laughs> the, life, the life of a working actress is beautiful. I love it. <laughs> That's right. It's go, go, go all the time. <laughs> so you have a, a steak dinner coming. Or are you, how traveling, bound? are you in an airport right now? What's your situation? I'm driving. And uh, yes, I have a steak dinner that will be arriving soon. And hopefully I can eat and talk at the same time lovely <laughs> this is good it feels like yeah we're on a brunch you know together exactly. I mean, yeah. we exactly. all are a little too hungover to get anything so you're just the only one getting any food and we're just hanging out yeah I'm okay I'm- they messed up your order so that's why yours came late i think <laughs> i'm on east coast time so for me this is dinner but i like oh. it. <laughs> you know that that thing of like don't wait for my food. I had a situation happen recently where like I was at a dinner where everyone was super duper hungry. I had eaten a bunch of chips and salsa. So I was legitimately okay. And I said, please guys don't wait for me. And then everyone kept waiting for me and mine was taking forever. And multiple times I was like, honestly, please 
No, Please that's so uncomfortable. Start eating, and it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, don't ever wait. Just, just go. Just yeah. eat. Yeah, it's nice. It. I, I. I will say I like table manners, so I like it when people ask if it's all yes. right if they start. I think that's nice. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree. agree. But like, we're all yeah. Yeah. But everyone. imagine. <laughs> but imagine the person that's like, wait for me. I know. Wait. <laughs> I know. Wait. But then I felt like they were thinking I was being like that because they weren't yeah. eating. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about Clock. It's such a, it's, I love like a movie about a woman who doesn't want to have kids and is like, what's wrong with me? Because I feel like we don't ever see that story told. So, totally. and, and I feel like, yeah, tell us about, you know, the movie and what it was like playing your character because I feel like that's a fun role to play you know that you got cast in yeah well i loved the uh the premise i loved it it just felt like alex jack now jack now who wrote it and directed it had a really fresh voice a really fresh perspective i agree with you that you know it's not something you see or have really i've really ever seen that conversation and i think it's worth having a conversation about it it's worth um you know it's worth sort of just thinking through these things and i think the idea that um, a woman needs fixing if she doesn't want children is kind of quite a quite a concept. Um, so yeah, I, I really liked that. I, I felt that um, I also saw her short film, which is also called Clock, and it's also on um, Hulu right now, and it's very um, also very fresh and very just really distinct and different. Um, and I thought, wow, she really gets the tone and the sort of vibe of this in a way that just was very surprising, I thought. Um, and then I felt like, uh, I felt like Dr. Simmons was, was really um, intense because she's sort of wonderfully maternal. And at the same time, she's also a bit, it feels a bit sinister. Um, so I felt like there was some potential there for her to be a little bit scary. And at the same time, um, you know, I think coming from from her perspective, I think coming from the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, I think it really right. it taps into I think a like a very like of the moment anxiety. I think uh, with Ooh. sort of the way that people are are thinking about women and, and the degree to which having children should be or needs to be central to their identity. And I think yeah that that so much of of what really is I think misogyny is a lot of times couched in that sort of maternal. Uh, maternal costume i guess of like this is for your own good or yeah Mm -hmm. totally yeah she's she's an interesting character dr simmons because she's she is kind of masculine and yet she's got she's got a real like a real motherly quality it's like she's lost her sense of of like true femininity or something like connecting Mm. with you know it's a very interesting problem I was, I was very confused and sort of Alexis and I kind of talked about it, but we really didn't completely land on just sort of, you know, did Dr. Simmons, did she have children? And I think, I think she maybe didn't have children, but I think she has a husband and I think sort of like, what is her personal struggle, you know, that, mm-hmm. that sort of made her come to this. She's obviously really brilliant. Um, but I think I think there's some real emotional stuff in there that <laughs> you know, yeah, make, that drives her. It reminds me a lot of the doctors from um, um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, where it's like 
clearly such a brilliant person that was hurt in some weird, deep way, but then just is trying to profoundly change, like, a, a, the way a person is in a society and you're right. like no you have to go through that and mm-hmm. things are just true and life is hard and you know things happen or they don't happen but we're all all the different stories are what make things so interesting right right totally mm-hmm. were you always a horror fan or or was this something that was sort of new for you um yeah I'm not really a huge horror fan I really like psychological thrillers um and I felt like this sort of is psychological thriller yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah I mean I think when I was younger like I'm talking about like much younger I did like some movies that were scary like I remember seeing The Shining and thinking that was an amazing movie um but and I remember seeing Eyes of Laura Mars on the big screen which was also incredible um and like fatal attraction was scary and psychological kind of weird, but I, but I, I've really never been into like slasher movies. So I'm really kind of glad that it's not a slasher movie, but there are some scares obviously. And there's some scary bits and there's some blood. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I think it's more to me, it's more, it's more sort of twisted and I think in, intellectually like, stimulating and uh psychological thriller to me that's how i that's how i see it and i think i read it that way and i when i watch it i feel more like that too so yeah but i it's my it's my first time doing one of these and i i really really enjoyed it i i just love any movie any kind of art that makes you kind of have to deal have to deal with it (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. that can be through humor it can be through psychological thriller it could be through you know drama or comedy or any of those it's just uh yeah i think that it it brings up some good questions for sure well and i find like horror and comedy feel like two sides of a similar coin too because Mm. it is like a setup punch that like but like it's a scream or a laugh often is what you're getting (laughs) totally yeah totally. there's that tension yeah yeah which is why they work so well together too i really like like i like horror comedies i think those are fun yeah. yeah, I feel like I always, well, you know, as like writers and comedians, we're always like, oh, that'd be fun to write. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that'd you be can fun be, to write a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like you can be broad in that in the same way that you can be broad in a broad comedy. And I like that a lot, too. Yeah, yeah, it does, I think, have, like, that similarity of, like, it's actually almost feels like a similar musicality that both have, where it's, like, mm. kinda, you hit those notes and then it works. Yep, yep, totally. Yep. And it's cool, too, like you said, I know um, that there's the short that the, the film is based on, and that's fun to watch on Hulu, I'm just thinking about this, as, like, sometimes, you know, you think, like, oh, how could I even how can I expand like a project I'm working on into something bigger? And so it was fun to see the short film be expanded into a feature and kind of be like, Oh, okay. Like I'm seeing this world be built out more. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That was really neat. I thought that was, yeah. And they did it fast too. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fast from, from short to, to feature. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's so much material there. I mean, it's funny even listening to the, um, I was listening to the trailer with my headphones off and my boyfriend was working in the same room and he was like, wait, do people act like that? And I was like, hmm, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny even being like, yeah, even like being almost 40 and my family, like, I guess that have never given them a definitive 
definitive like yes I'm having kids or not Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I'm still kind of surprised when they ask me because I'm like why are you don't you think you know the answer by now it's crazy I feel like it's crazy you're asking me this (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and I think they give you a little bit of space for a little bit and then they're like okay we have to we have to know (laughs) (laughs) for sure that's what's great in the movie I mean there's a really great part yeah at the beginning of the movie where they're like I mean what do you do without kids and then has this montage of her just like having sex and cooking and like volunteering and it's this really great swimming moment. yeah, yeah. Exactly. everything's awesome it. life is awesome <laughs> I, have, I have to say for me it's like I'm the, I'm just the opposite as a person you know like I I've been dreaming about kids since I was little so it was really an interesting movie for me to be uh for me to be doing <laughs> because I'm yeah. just I couldn't be more personally opposite you know in terms of just like having totally. kids, having kids for me has been like one of the greatest joys of my life. And, uh, you know, I had two home births where you can't have drugs because I wanted to have the full experience and really, you know, like I didn't want to miss out on any of it, even if it was hard and intense, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, and I, I don't so know. You so you had one home birth and you were like, I'll do that again. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> For it's sure. the most, be- That's it's the most beautiful way to have a baby, you know? So, you know, I feel passionately about this part of it. So it was kind of interesting to me to, to be in a movie like this, where I, where I can talk passionately and strangely, you know, Alexis Jack. Now this was really very much her, her kind of story and some of her fears that she was purging, which I think is also an extraordinary thing to do mm-hmm. with a horror film. I think that's what horror films are for to kind of purge mm-hmm. your, your, your fears and your terrors. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, and 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 so we've we've had like a lot of personal conversations just about about what it is to have children and to have a big career and have a big life and also uh, and a, and a long term marriage and you know and how to keep all that vital and how to keep all that alive and how it is possible and I I always want to be the voice that is saying it is possible. It doesn't mean you have to be everything for everybody, but. But you you can make it work if you have the right partner and you have the right support system and you're willing to delegate and you're willing to reach out and you're willing to prioritize. Um, you can. What do you think is the number one thing that you learned as a working mother that you think is like helpful advice for people trying to to work and have kids at the same time? Um, I think mostly that there's not too much. There's not. There's never too much love to go around for your children, you know? So like I was one time working with somebody who said, uh, you know, my, and I was having, I just had my second daughter, my first daughter. And, you know, they were like, what do you do? You know, you're working this much. And I was like, I have, you know, I have nannies and I, and I had young, I always chose young women that were aspiring actresses and I would always work with them to let them go on auditions and stuff. And they were thrilled to be working with me because I was sort of an example of someone that was doing what they wanted to do with their lives. And so we worked together collaboratively to make that work for them. But I like, I chose them because they would play with my children. And I told them, I don't want you on your phone. I don't want you on screens. I want you reading to my kids. I want you down in the dirt. I want you taking them to the park, playing in the sand, you know, building blocks, you know, coloring, like playing pretend, dressing up. That was what I really wanted because I feel like that was my childhood and I had an incredible childhood and I love that sparking my imagination. So I would just say delegating, like being okay with the fact because she's this woman I was working with was like, isn't it weird? You go home and 
And they like, don't you think they might love the nanny more than they love you? And I was like, no, I think first of all, you're the only mother. So, you know, but I'm okay with them. I'm okay going home and then, you know, playing a little bit of the, you know, you know, I'm going to be, you know, and they do kids do play that a little bit. They, they want to see how you deal with it. And personally, I just was like, you know, I love you and I can't wait till you want to come to me. And maybe they did like two, two or three times they did that. And then, you know, that just sort of went dissolved because I, I think it's really great for them to have a lot of adult love, you know, a lot of adult love from a lot of adult places. Um, Yeah. So I, I would say that's one of the biggest things that I, that I truly advocate because I think women feel like, oh my God, they feel so guilty. Like I can't do that and do this. It's like, no, you can, you just have to have good people that you communicate with and you say what you want so that when you're together with your children, you get to, you get to reap the benefits of what they've been doing with the babysitter or the nanny all day. And you get to have that really connected time. I had once a a therapist that said, it's not about quantity of time. It's about quality of time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really important thing for working moms to understand that when you do have the time that you have, like sit down, focus, connect, get off screens, do something creative, do something connected, cook together, eat together, talk together. Don't watch television. Don't, you know, just be really engaged with your kids. And if you do that, like, you know, half an hour a night on your work days, and then you're, you have really connected times on the weekends. I think you get, end up with a really lovely relationship with your children. For sure. Like I know my, my, my sister-in-law, my, um, my niece was raised uh, during the the work week by my aunt, especially the last Mm -hmm. few years during the pandemic. And she Mm -hmm. has such a beautiful relationship with, with who is basically her great aunt in a way that, and, and also I think to have generational relationships, like growing up, my Mm -hmm. grandmother was, was my best friend growing up. And it was like, knowing this person who could tell me stories from the 1920s and stuff growing up. I mean, just like yeah. what a, it, it was what a blessing. I, it, it didn't make me love my family any less, but it was just, yeah, right. I think a hundred percent. That is such a, it's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think there's all this weird. And to me, that's a real patriarchal uh, concept mm-hmm. that like women have to do it all. It's like, no, go back to the idea that it takes a village. Yes, and it does. 100%. It still takes a village, even in the modern day world. And I don't know why, I don't know where women got this idea that they have to be the everything. And you don't, you don't have to be the everything. You can be what you are at the time you are and get someone else to fill the gaps on the things that you're not good at, or you don't like, or, you know, you know, you want more of it in your children's lives. You know, I got a little bored, like building, you know, mm-hmm blocks with with my kids when I was spending my quality time with them I wanted to do that sometimes but I wanted the babysitter to do that I wanted to do other things I wanted to cook with them I wanted to you know go out on the swings and you know do more active things but so yeah yeah, so I think delegating is really really important for sure and and it feels like an American like a an American thing a little bit sometimes too, because there are like, there's great healthcare in other countries for you know, childcare and everything mm. that kids get into okay. much quicker. So I think you do have more of those people more naturally. Yeah. Um, that are that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back after this.
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. I'm Melora. Okay, Melora, we're going to ask you just some random questions to get to know you a little bit better. So there's no wrong answers. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> oh, you're you're great. You're great. We do have a theme song. And I'm, if you want to play this for the whole restaurant, that would be perfect. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot our theme song. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Blinken's my dad. Really? Yeah. That's so random. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I didn't make it up. Oh, my God. I can't. It's just like. That's so random. So random. So freaking random. It really honestly is. So freaking random. That's so, so random. Not raven. What you're telling me right now is so random. I can't even. That's a random. My God. Random. Uh, sorry, you guys and, and you're welcome. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most honest feedback we've ever gotten. Everyone else yeah. butters us up. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Muller. Oh, this is a good one. What is your go-to song to belt out in the shower? Uh, probably I dreamed a dream. <gasps> That's such a good one. I always yeah. think about that key change. The but the tigers come at night is one of oh, the yeah. most chilling moments in musical theater. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did it at the Hollywood Bowl. I played Fontaine. <gasps> oh, oh, my god. oh my god! That was yeah. yeah, I did it at the Hollywood Bowl for three nights, and it was sold out every night, which means roughly sixty thousand people saw me do that. And it's kind of amazing. And I ran into one of those 60,000 people at Michael's, at uh, Michael's <laughs> craft store. <laughs> he was like following me around. And I thought, okay, this guy, you know, recognizes me from the office or something. And he like comes, he like comes around the corner and he goes, I'm so sorry to bother you because I'm a huge fan of, of Les Mis. And I've seen about 15 <laughs> productions and you're my favorite Fontaine I've ever seen. I saw you at the Hollywood Bowl. And I swear to God, there's something about someone wow. seeing you in a live production that almost mm-hmm. makes you like burst into tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I mean, especially to <laughs> be amazing. singing like that music and to have oh. like you're his favorite yeah. Fontaine. Cause for I somebody know. to say they have a favorite Fontaine. They right. have, yeah. they've watched a lot yeah. of Fontines. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, exactly. oh my know, God. I'm and, YouTubing and, that. And to be, and to be singing yeah. about God in heaven and looking up at the skies and the star and the stars, because it's like, it's an open air, beautiful open air, you know, um, oh, gorgeous. Uh, amphitheater. Yeah. At the Hollywood bowl in Los Angeles. So yeah, it's very, very exciting oh, anyway. So yeah, I dreamed a dream is like a great belting song. I love it. Oh, I thank love you, that. <gasps> guys! I'm getting my my food. Would you like? Oh, to see nice! It? Yes, oh, yeah. Let me yeah. see what we're working with. <laughs> oh, that's oh, beautiful! That <laughs> oh my gosh, you just made me hungry. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you will be having for dinner tonight. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. No, that's beautiful. Thank you very much. Oh, can I? You know what? Tell Man- to mayonnaise. The podcast. Mayonnaise. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <I'll> <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. Okay. All right, Melora. Um, what secrets what secrets do you think your pet would spill about you if they could talk? Um I think my my dog would say um 
my mom is really annoying about the ball because <laughs> I, I just I just want her to throw it constantly and she gets she gets tired and yeah and then let's see what else my cat my cat would probably say um it's a secret I'm supposed to be it's a secret they're revealing <laughs> I'm trying to figure out secret wow <laughs> wow um that's a hard one my cat, cats, cats are very yeah. self-involved too so I feel like, yes. like they're not even really paying attention fully <laughs> good point yeah we're just kind of like we're just kind of like figures in their life. Like they're yeah. just like, you're not really, you're kind of like a shadow being. I, I don't really. Mm-hmm. I do <laughs> feel that cats can see like ghosts and stuff. Like when Ooh. you go to the, when Rome is like overrun by cats. Like the Colosseum just has all these kitties everywhere. And I'm like, they mm. for sure can see like the spirits in this place. Yeah. Oh. That's what they're out. Wow. That's fun. Yeah, I feel like that. Whenever my cats get the zoomies, I definitely feel like they're chasing ghosts or something. Yeah. Acti- they act so psycho out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ghosts are That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> do your pets get along? Do the cat and dog get along? Or is there a, tru- a tenuous truce? Or They love each other. Um, Aww. They play. They sleep together. They are jealous. Well, the dog's jealous of the cat for sure. Where do but, they uh, fall? Where do they fall in the birth order of of your children? <laughs> oh, wow! Really? Good. Yeah. Well, the dog came. Let's see. The dog came when the kids were like four and seven, I think. Thank you. Oh, okay. And um, and then the dog likes cats so much oh. that I got we we got the dog a cat a cat. <laughs> And the cat, you know, came in about, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Oh, I love that. You got the cat for the dog. Yeah, yeah. And they and they really do love each other because he was a kitten when he came in. And he he just, he actually loves the dog. <sighs> That's ideal. Yeah. Sweet. It's very sweet. <laughs> okay, Melora, have you ever cheated at a board game? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I probably have. Um, yeah, like, oh yeah, well, oh, it's a board game though. I mean, I've looked at people's cards. Like, I when I could see their hand, I definitely look. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, kind of hard sure. to not. Look. That's like, I feel like that's. Yeah, yeah I think it's, so. It's, not. it's like, look, I, I am I the only one? Like, when you're on a plane, do you read other people's texts? <laughs> Oh, yeah. sometimes I can see him. Okay, yeah. sure. If 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 it's like in my face, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, cool, cool. The yeah. problem is, though, as you get older, mm-hmm. you need your glasses to be able to read, like little, tiny, <laughs> little tiny, you know. And a lot of the, a lot of the people that you might want to read their text, they're it's like tiny print, and it's it's like just doesn't work. Man, I, I know that uh, Rain Wilson just had that thing where somebody he was sitting next to a guy who was like watching The Office the whole time, and then oh, the yeah. guy didn't realize he was sitting next to Dwight. <laughs> Have you ever been sitting next to somebody watching you before? <laughs> apparently i was so weird i really don't watch the office you know and i am um, and i uh, i mean i watched it when we did it but it's been years and people right. and people are obsessed with they watch it like 20 times yeah. um and i was sitting there and it came on on the you know i was like going through scrolling through the the things and um 
what was available and it was it stopped on the office and it was a scene that I was in and I stopped and I was like, Oh, I hadn't seen this in a long time. And I was watching it. And then as we got up, this woman taps me on the shoulder. She was right behind me. And she was like, Oh my God. When I saw you sat down, I was like, she's my favorite character on the office. I was so excited. And then I was so happy to see that you were watching, watching the office. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's so weird. <laughs> you're like, I promise this isn't something I do all the time. Like in her reality, <laughs> that's your life. It's like how you yeah. don't see teachers outside of school. Like you're just always watching it's the like office. like your sunset boulevard. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was kind of awesome. It was like, yeah, yeah, that's what I do as my pastime is I watch myself on the office. <laughs> Very funny. That is, ama- that is amazing. <laughs> um, oh, okay. This is a good question. What is an ideal that is most worth sacrificing for? Um, I've been thinking a lot about this divide that I think has been so propagated in our culture. This idea that if you don't agree with me on every subject, you're not allowed to be in my sphere. You're not allowed to be in my orbit. Mm-hmm. And I like this idea that as humans, we really have many multiple sides to us, you know, um, like you can own a Tesla and still own a gun. You know, you can, you can believe in abortion and also go to church. And I think that, more people are like that than mm-hmm. um, than are not. But I think that our culture is incredibly, it's like the 24-hour 24 news, 24 news cycle, I think, is destroying humanity because it's just a constant, um, you know, I call it fear porn. It's just like, it's just. Right. It's a it's, constant yeah. us, for, us versus them. Mm-hmm. It's a constant us mm-hmm. versus them. It's a constant, um, you know, I could never have a friend who's a Republican. I could never have a friend who's a Democrat. And and I just kind of feel like that is just not, that's just not the way most people I know live their lives. Most people I know are much more tolerant, much more forgiving, much more kind. And if we're always looking to see our differences and we're focusing on our differences all the time. I love this book that when I, when my children were growing up and I read them, you know, the sex book, they started asking questions about sex and, it was this wonderful book called, um, what was it called? Such a good book. Oh, shoot. I got to remember the name of it. I don't remember the name of it. But the basic, the basic gist of the book was we are, boys and girls are more alike than not alike. You know? Mm. And, and it was sort of talking about like our physical bodies and how we have more things that are alike than, than things that are not alike. I think that's true of humans in general. You know, wherever we might ideologically disagree, there's probably going to be 10 other places where we do agree. And um, I just think that I always would want to promote critical thinking and the ability to disagree and that disagreement doesn't mean that you hate. It doesn't mean that you discard it doesn't mean that you turn away. It means that you try to enroll, that you try to understand, that you try to um, have some compassion. And I just don't believe in, you know, just sort of extremes on either side. 
And I think it's very much promoted and propagated in our culture these days. And it really worries me, actually. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know how that answers your question, but it's something it answers a question. It, it, it's an answer. <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know if it's that question, but it answers no. a as I there's understand. No, there's it. no. Yeah, it answers this question we got from the Internet. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, last one, I think. Uh, what is a, li- a lie or exaggeration you've ever said to impress a crush? <laughs> like, how have you, is there anything you've ever been like, oh, yeah, to just try to like reel somebody in? <laughs> um, don't do anything I wouldn't do, and that doesn't limit you to much. <laughs> perfect. Great. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> okay, we're going to take another break. We'll be back, everybody. Hey, everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Melora. And we're going to do lady problems. We need lady problems. So why don't you give us a call, 323-6-BUTT-30, or you can email us, ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. It's time for another theme song. Nice. You guys, that was much better. Much better, you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you guys thank stayed you. you stayed on key with that one. It was much better. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, to have a Fontaine tell us that is <laughs> the best Fontaine told us that. Yes. <laughs> yes. According to the guy in Michaels. <laughs> That's on your tear sheet. That's right. Okay, That's s- who I would trust. A guy, Michaels, I would trust that guy. Yeah. That's true. He, he he was creative, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's listen to the problem. <laughs> Hi, ladies. My name's Angie. I'm a longtime listener, multi-time caller. I think calling it in my problems just helps me process things. So I don't know. Maybe I'm abusing your hotline. Um, so here's my problem. I resent my relationship. I resent my partner. Long story short, we met at a very intense work environment where we, like, lived where we worked. We both got let go on the same day, ended up, like, moving in together under those circumstances. He got a job he loves. I got a job I tolerate. We're in a city he loves where all of his friends are. Um, I have no friends here, and in the first two months we were here, I tore apart my knee and had to have surgery, and now I'm like a little lumpy bump that can't do anything, Um, and I'm just like, my fucked up brain just keeps saying like, I resent that he's happy, I resent that he likes his job, like I resent that we're in a relationship because none of this would have happened to me if that wasn't the case which is like so dumb and awful but obviously 
I should speak to a therapist about it, but um, there's just stuff going on in my brain. So I, and then my identity before this was very much like, I'm an independent woman. So um, now I got a job offer to go work in Alaska where I do have a couple of really, really good friends. And part of me is like, yes, I love this job. And part of me is like, oh, fuck yeah, I can stick it to my partner, which is also terrible. Thanks, ladies. Help me out. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. I like that she didn't say, wow. I'm, should I break up with him? No. That wasn't part of the question. <laughs> Savage. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, res- resentment is like one of the hardest, I think, things to deal with. And and especially in a relationship with a partner, like that's like, it's a really like a toxic element that can really add up over time. So that that's tough. I'm glad you recognize it as such, because I feel like sometimes it happens. People don't even really know it, you know? I mean, yeah. I think the the unquestioned, the answer to the question that didn't happen is yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why did you... (laughs) You applied to this job in Alaska for a reason. It's a job that you're... The options are, I'm excited about this job and I can't wait to stick it to my boyfriend. Like, yeah. I, like, for, for both of your sakes. Get out. <laughs> for, for, you guys, like, I think that's some really good free therapy. It's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what I was sitting here thinking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There is no, no reason to free. say. We do charge twenty twenty ninety nine a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. She's got to move on. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it, else she's got to do? Hmm. She's got to not think that the whole world is out to get her and that she's victimized by the situation. There's a million choices she could make. She could make mm-hmm. the choice to leave. She could make the choice to stay and make it better. She could make the choice to do a different job. She could make the choice to you know there's so many choices and she's she's just got like this choice and that choice which is again back to what we were talking about earlier like life is not quite so black and white people <laughs> like you know there's way more subtleties yeah. way more subtleties than that so i would say yeah she needs to she's a little bit thinking she's a victim of this situation and mm-hmm. you know that's her problem that's not that's not the situation or the boyfriend's problem, really, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like when when she's saying, like, oh, I used to be a more independent person, like, I am getting the sense of, like, you kind of need to get, like, I don't know what happened if it was the injury. Because definitely, like, getting a physical injury can, like, it can get you bummed out. Like, when you can't mm-hmm. move around, like, you're used to being able to move around or, or socialize maybe the way you're used to socializing, that can kind of knock you down and, like, think regardless of what you decide to do with this job or, or this boyfriend uh like you kind of need to get your mojo back and like and put yourself like mm-hmm. feel more in the driver's seat of your life exactly like because then you will realize like oh if this is a person yeah all of our opinion is that this is not a person that you i don't think this is your person no well based on what she said yeah that's i mean that's abundantly clear yeah but you know if she was just having a moment and she, yeah, you know, but then she needs to rethink that. But I think, yeah, based on what she said, so that there's no reason to not go to Alaska. Uh, she yeah. gets a new, she gets an adventure. 
she gets a whole new perspective. She gets new friends. She said she has a friend there. So she has a little support system. She, I mean, even if it's just to break up for a while and to like, see if how you feel when you're, when you finally mm-hmm. taken the bull by the horns and doing it your way, instead mm-hmm. of just complaining and being resentful about someone else that is doing it, I guess, because you're, you know, they love you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly, that's right. I mean, I think this might be the thing that gets you like, this might be like the splash of water in your face. Uh-huh. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to totally. be cold there. It's going to be, right. you'll wake up. <laughs> yeah. That splash of water will be freezing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I love what you said because I think that is the truth. Everyone needs to be awake. Everyone needs to wake up in general. And I think that is a really, really great point. That going to Alaska and splashing some cold water on your face, people need to do that anyway in their real lives. And wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's going to, it sounds really exciting. You know, it sounds yeah. like a real opportunity to, like we said, have adventure, start a new job that sounds like you're excited about. Um, just so much stuff that, like, is what you're looking for in the moment and can help you bring your... For back sure. to yourself and also like we said kind of give your let your boyfriend enjoy he should be able to enjoy you know his work and stuff like that without kind of feeling bad about you it which i don't know if you're doing that but just that resentment can obviously kind of like be there and that he shouldn't be yeah. feeling that if he's not perpetuating you know some negative shit so you don't want to get to a point where you're about where you're you or him or both of you are being mean to each yeah. other you yeah know, that's a sad hard place to get to in a relationship and then it's like man if we'd stopped before and we'd both gone in search of the adventures that made us happier, then this wouldn't be here. And this is way mm-hmm. worse than if it had, if it had gone the way that I, my gut told me it should have gone before, you know, that shit can be hard totally. to listen to, but yeah. that is an empowering decision to be like, I'm doing this, you know, mm-hmm. putting yourself. Yeah. First. I think about that, that Hamlet quote a lot. It's like, I must be cruel only to be kind or kind. Does that get the right? Yeah. Uh, cruel only yeah. to be kind. And it's like, you are doing the kindness by like, being honest about where you are in this situation and like putting him through the temporary pain maybe of this breakup. I think maybe you are saving yourself both just some shittiness. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point, you guys. Again, cha-ching. Thanks, Melora. <laughs> well, Melora, this has been so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, where can everyone find Clock and anything else you're working on? Everyone can find Clock on Hulu streaming. I think it's going to be on Disney Plus as well. Um, maybe that's now. Maybe that's soon. I'm not sure. Um, but it is soon for sure if it's not now. Um, and they can find me on Instagram at Melora D. Harden and Twitter at Melora Harden. And my in- my uh, website, which is just www.melora.com, where... They can find out a lot about things that I'm doing. I'm also launching a line of wallpaper right now and um, doing a lot of fine art. And uh, so super fun stuff that is sort of a wonderful surprise, surprising, I think, for a lot of people, (laughs) extension of my creative expression and um, kind of stemming from a documentary that I've been working on for the past five, almost six years. So hopefully people will get to see that next next year. Um, and I'll come back and chat with you guys about that. It's 
Amazing. Yeah, yeah I, amazing. the wallpaper is so gorgeous. Go, definitely go check it out, everybody. I love it. Thank it's, you. Uh, cool collage. Like, it's really neat. So go nice. check out Melora's wallpaper as well. And yeah, we'd love to have you back on when you have the documentary out. Oh, that would be amazing. I'd really like to chat with you guys about it. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your uh, steak dinner and happy <laughs> travels. <laughs> Thank you so much. Really nice to chat with you guys. Have a wonderful you evening. Thank, Thank you. you. Too. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you later. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. I was just listening to Juice Logs with Danny Pellegrino. And he was talking about when you throw up in class. And when I was in third grade, I had to do a breathing treatment before school because I was a sick bitch. And I didn't eat and I was supposed to eat. And we had like tables that were square, it was four to a group. And I projectile vomited and sharded my pants all over these other students' desks. And I think about that moment on a weekly basis, and I don't even remember who I was sitting with, but I know that they'll never forget that either because honestly the throw part was one thing but then I had to also loudly shart my pants it was one of the many what the fuck moments of my life but yeah we couldn't throw spark on top of that have a great day hello lady to lady um love your podcast I was listening in and the chick with the boyfriend and the cat situation they have a spray that you can spray on your furniture that will make your cat not scratch the furniture. And it stays forever. My grandpa was a cat dude, and he died like 10 years ago, and his recliner is still cat repellent. So um, do that, and then tell your boyfriend to come up with another lame-ass excuse to not cat. Um, okay, love y'all, and uh, peace out. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.